Oh, hello. Welcome back. I've just come from across the pond. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. I just spent um a week in London, and it was gorgeous. I've been to London, and every freaking time, you see how it turns into an Australian accent? Just like that, every single time. And now it's going into something else. <coughs> every time I try to do my English accent, you know, I used to be able to do a pretty good one. And then I did an Australian accent one time, and it turns into it every single time. I try to, even when I try to do, um, like Liverpool, you know, me and the boys, we were forming a rock band. Me and John were writing songs. And even when we're from Liverpool, you know, it goes back to this. And then, yeah, well, you want to go for a bungee? Fuck yeah. You want to go for a bungee? Jump off a roof? Eh? That's what being Australian's all about. You want to do something extreme? You want to jump off a tree? Hey, do you want to climb a rock? We're just doing something extreme, mate. Oh, who gives a shit about money? We're having a bit of a wander. Apparently, that's part of their culture. Australians are known to have, they call it a bit of a wander. That's why they travel all over. And, and good on them, dude. Good on them. They're everywhere. Yeah, just going for, <laughs> just going to travel. I don't know, for like 15 years. After that, I'll get a job. <laughs> After that, I'll settle down, man. Fun life, though, huh? Man, they must feel so bored right now for the last year and a half. What do they do now? Can't travel. That was my number one thing. Just bungee in your own backyard. Dude, I would never do that shit. You guys ever bungee jump or skydive? Why? That's so scary. And I'll, I've seen I've seen one or two videos of the, the bungee cord snapping. And I go, that's enough. It, that proves it can happen. And I'm not risking it. The the best case scenario is I bungee jump, a bungee, and then I come out the other side and I go, I can tell people I bungee jumped. And you know what people are going to say? Okay. And then I'm going to go, you want to see a picture of me bungee jumping? And then they're going to go, not really. So think about you went through all that, all that um, pain, all that fright, all the nerves to do your bungee. And then when you, nobody even really (laughs) wants to see it. But you know what? If it's for you, and it's helping you learn about you, then more power to you. Yeah, I can't do that stuff. Jumping, bungee, extreme stuff. I don't got it in me. Those guys that jump out of helicopters to ski down the side of a mountain that doesn't want to be skied. The mountain, here's a rule. If you have to go anywhere that a helicopter has to drop you off, you're not supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be there. If you have to go anywhere that a helicopter takes you or that a submarine takes you, you're not supposed to be there. So I don't know what to tell you, but all I can say is I'm not doing extreme stuff. Quite the opposite. You know, I'm already old as shit. I like to read. Um, I like to walk. Uh, And speaking of which, went for a nice walk today and I was about 20 minutes walking time from my house and all of a sudden I get a text from my buddy and you know what it said it said hey there's gonna be a drop in 15 minutes so you know what that means I had to sprint home in my jeans my winter jacket and I got in here I've never felt grosser in my life I'm just sweating in my jeans now you guys are like what are you even talking about what's a drop okay I don't know if I've brought this up I don't know if I've broken this down yet There's a brand new thing out there. It's called NBA Top Shots. It's based on blockchain. Again, do I know what that is? Nope. Nope. But it's the new thing. 
And what it is, is it's the equivalent, it's the virtual equivalent of trading cards. You guys remember when there was hockey cards, right? You go get a pack of hockey cards, open it up, and you get like a Wayne Gretzky, you get like a Mario Lemieux, you know, you get some Russian guy. You have a physical hockey card, and then over time, that card might become rare, and then it has value, right? And so that's what this is. Think of it as the exact same way. The cards are NBA, so it's all basketball. And then instead of being a like just a picture of a player, it's actually a moment in a game. It's a moment when someone does a slam dunk. And I don't know why I've said that like the dorkiest teacher of all. <coughs> you, you kids like you like to know how to do a slam dunk. So yeah, there's like these moments, right? So someone could do a slam dunk. A player could do a three pointer. And there's a limited number of each of the moments, and you can buy them. And for some reason, they're worth a ton of money if you get them. You can buy them, put it this way, you can buy a whole pack for nine bucks, and they're all selling for like two, three hundred dollars USD. USD. So times that times that by 1.5 for my Canadian friends and for other regions, whatever your exchange rate is. That's how exchange rates work. So anyway, it's fascinating. Now, it might be a complete scam. It might be. I might lose all my money that I put into this, but I'm taking the risk. Anytime you get a chance to get in on something early, you should take it. You know, I still have, I have nightmares of one time, years and years ago, I got a couple of messages in my inbox. Um, I think it was on Instagram and it was like someone and they're like, hey, we're starting this new app called TikTok and it's apparently really big. And I remember thinking, that's stupid. I'm not doing it. Guess who's got cake on their face now? Maybe I could have been one of the first people on TikTok and I wouldn't be sitting here now doing a podcast in my office. I'd be out there on my yacht living off my TikTok money, but not to be. And you know what? I'm grateful because I'm learning more about myself. <laughs> so that's the new thing, man, is this, it's called NBA Top Shot. Get in there, take a peek around. It's really a gamble right now. The valuations are pretty elusive. We don't know what is making cards. I mean... The general rule of thumb is there's a limited number of each of these cards. Each card is like, there's like 12,000 of them. And if you get the serial number is between 1 to 12,000. If the serial number matches the player's jersey number. So if you had like a number 23 LeBron James. Dude, these things are, somebody bought one today for $208,000. And that's not a joke. Somebody bought a card for $208,000. So somebody bought that card from a pack for $9 and sold it today for $208,000. That's a profit of $207,991. That's not bad. That's not bad for a Monday. That's a pretty good Monday. Buy a freaking house. Imagine buying a house with a crypto card. Balling. Oh my God. If I make any money in this, If I make boat money where I could buy a boat, it's going to be called the SS Hologram S. The SS Hologram SS. Because I like a little bit of symmetry. SS Hologram SS. And you know what? You're all invited. Anyone who listens to this, you're invited. Send me an application, photo, hobbies, um, maximum, incline, bench press. And then that's how I will evaluate it. That's all I need to know. I can literally pick friends based on that. So yeah, man, it's fascinating what's going on with this stuff, but this is the way of the future, is that we don't want physical items anymore. We want virtual things. Blockchain is enabling it to happen. So this shit's going down. NBA Top Shot 
It's growing super quick. That's what makes me optimistic about this is the level of growth right now is insane. The NBA players are just starting to tweet out about it, just starting to mention it. So it looks like it's going to get pretty big pretty quickly. And um, I'm telling you guys because I want to bring you into the loop. Take a look. And here's the whole thing, though. Why did I run back? I never even answered that. Because when they release a pack of cards, there's only a finite amount of cards, right? So when they release a pack, a pack, that's your chance to get them for the cheapest price that you'll ever get them. The $9 for a handful of cards. But there's only a limited number of packs that they release. They do every, I don't know, four days, they'll release a pack. There's only 5,000 packs. At this point, it seems like there's a million people trying to get in there. So it's one of those things where you have to sit there and refresh your computer to try and get in. And you refresh it right at the exact moment that the pack drops. And then you get like a number and you have a chance to buy it. It's one of those crazy things. So I get the I get the bat signal that it's about to drop. It's been announced publicly that it's about to drop. I got 15 minutes and I run home like an idiot in jeans and shoes like just my regular what what do we even call them tennis shoes i do just shoes all right just shoes you don't it doesn't even matter i look like and you always wonder you know when you see people someone running at full speed in just regular clothes you're like do they not have any exercise clothes or is there an emergency and now i'm gonna know they're buying a hologram they're trying to buy blockchain when you see someone running in their full clothes it's because they're trying to buy a blockchain and you should too. You should follow that person. And when they get to their computer, steal it and you buy it for yourself and take their account. And it sounds illegal, but we don't know. Blockchain, It's we don't know what's right or wrong yet. <laughs> so anyway, very interesting stuff. I feel gross. I'm sweating in my jeans. And I might actually have to wash them. And I don't do that. Now, here's the other thing that I learned as a young man is you don't, you're not supposed to wash jeans. That's a boomer move. Boomers wash everything. You're not supposed to wash jeans. And the obvious question is, don't they get disgusting and dirty? I don't know. You tell me. Now, now that I'm saying it, maybe this is like my bed sheets. And maybe that I should have been <laughs> washing this stuff. Some of the stuff I just shouldn't say on the podcast. I, some, of this th- some of that I should have just maybe held in. That was an inside thought. But you know what? We don't edit. I'm not editing that. I got to keep it real. So we're keeping that moment in. And that was my big day today. Doing this bit, my knees are after right now, by the way, too. Because I don't, you're not supposed to run, I don't think, in just like flat Lacoste old shoes. And so, yeah, not a great, not a great combination running up a cement hill in that shit. But you got to do it. You get a chance of a lifetime. Ugh. I wonder. I wonder if I'm going to have anything in my life that I leave behind and someday my grandchildren are like, oh, thank God sick like cool grandpa they're gonna call me cool grandpa think our jacked grandpa you remember thank god jacked grandpa todd saved all this shit and now we can cash in on it i was even thinking about saving newspapers and stuff about um covid like the whole pandemic when it first started i was like oh i should save these newspapers because someday it's a an historical thing and people are going to want to see it but then by like day three i'm like what, what am I doing? How many newspapers am I going to get? Like, think about if I actually collected them every day. I would now have, what, 400 newspapers? Almost a year's worth? Like, over a year, I'm saying? It's too much, man. And newspapers stink. You ever smell a newspaper? Can they figure that out? 
it stinks, and they get ink on your hand. What kind of technology are we working with here? Newspapers get ink on your hand, don't they? Or am I making that up? What are we dealing with? That's not cool to millennials like us. We don't even want dust on our keyboard, let alone ink on my hands. It's stinky. I don't think I've ever read a newspaper. Because by the time that I got to newspaper... No, I'm still not even at newspaper age. Like, newspaper age is like 50, right? And that shit's going to be gone by then. I knew. Also, is there a bigger scam in the world than magazines? What an absolute scam. You ever, you're at the airport, and especially like pre-phone, you would be like, oh, I have nothing to do. Let's go get a magazine. And you go buy something. You'll look in the shop, and uh, you find like a Men's Health or like a Potato Weekly, you know, Monkey Inquiry. There's some magazines that don't need to exist. I saw one that was all about nails. It was like nail expert. Na- uh! Even if there's a, even if there's a few guys out there that really love nails, like how many new ones are coming out? Is there any new nails coming out this week that I should know about? Sick of using these old ones. Ooh. Silver, like shiny silver. That's a Gucci nail. Good thing I bought this magazine. So yeah, you buy like a men's health, right? And what do they always say on the cover? They're like 987 ways to get jacked or something like that. 901,000 recipes for under $5. And then you go in and you're like, where are they? You never find it. There's no uh, table of contents, which I would really appreciate. There's no glossary. You don't know where the hell this recipe thing is. So you comb through the entire magazine. You never really find it. You find like two recipes. And they're just like, I literally think the, the magazine, at whatever they wherever they make it, they're like, just fucking lie. Who gives a shit? I honestly think they say that. They're like, dude, just what? Hey, uh, guys, I have a question about uh, the most recent edition. Yeah, we said uh, we put 452 different summer outfits for under $10. And we actually only put three in the entire magazine should we try and they're like no no it's magazine dude there's no rules out here magazines are lawless they can write whatever they want about celebrities isn't that crazy that they can just literally write anywhere else it seems like there's regulations with everything else in life there's regulations about you know uh owning birds is regulated, uh, fluoride, um, starting a popsicle business. Anyway, everything, the worst examples I ever came up with. Everything is regulated except for magazines. They're literally like, Oh, Prince Harry lights the queen on fire. Find out details on the eighth page. And you're like, there's, I feel like I would have heard about that. Prince Harry lights the entire royal family on fire and kicks their ashes into a mine. And you're like, "Mm, I feel like that might have been on the news this morning. So, yeah, I don't really get it. And what a weird job that is, too. That's got to be exhausting. Going to work every day and you're like, oh, fuck, I have to make some shit up. 
it seems to be the same people too. It seems to just be like Jennifer Aniston, that poor woman. She hasn't even like been on a show in so many years because she doesn't have to because she killed it. And she still is in like tabloids for some reason. Who are these people? <laughs> Who are they writing about? Weird. Hey, Janet, good job with that smear piece last week. We really liked that. Yeah, that got actually all the way up to uh, corporate. They really liked the way that you just made shit up. You're going to really move up quick here if you keep just lying like that. That's great. <laughs> the other thing about magazines is they're too, there's too much advertising. That's what I mean. Like, there's no content. There's like three articles in the entire thing. And the rest of it is just like shirtless dudes in Italy selling you perfume, selling you a watch. Wow, I wasn't even thinking about getting a Rolex until I flipped to this page and saw this shirtless dude with it. And now I realized we're going to buy one. Now I'm going to have to save some money because this magazine was at the airport and it cost me $67. But once I recover from that financial hole, maybe I'll get that watch money. Oh, and look at this on the side of the page. Oh, they actually put a strip of the perfume so I can smell it. Let's open this up and rub it on my wrist and then smell terrible for the rest of the day. Ooh, another, let's mix different colognes. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, magazine. Anyway, I'm not trying to be whatever. If you work at a magazine, I'm sure it's very important. I mean, there are cool ones. There are definitely cool magazines. There's thick ones. There's ones about animals. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? But the tabloid one's so stupid. There used to be one. Do you guys remember like the weird, it was called like worldly news or whatever. And it was just straight up BS, but they didn't, they're like, yeah, this is BS, but it's just fun. It was like aliens, aliens camp outside the white house and cook up uh, alien s'mores. And they could just put that on. And I'm like, who buys this shit? Who, who, who's buying? How is this a business? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills out here. Who is buying? You know what I saw yesterday at Walmart? Where I had the same thought. Is one of those... Uh, what are they... It's kind of like a, one of those toy things where you put the... You put a quarter in there and then it just sort of rolls around in a circle. And it slowly gets faster and faster as it gets to the bottom. And then it just drops through the hole. What a... What <laughs> an absolute scam a lamb that is. You literally just like... Hey, put your money in here and it'll do a cool thing. But you literally are just giving me money. And we're like, okay. But who owns that? Who owns that? And how much money? Is there a guy out there in his, like, his mansion that he, pay, that he paid off in quarters? Is there a gentleman out there who bought a house and the down payment was a truckload of rolled dimes, nickels, and quarters? there's so many mysteries in life. There's so many things to know, but there's also so many things to not know. And you know what? That's the point of today's episode. That's what you should take home because I'm from Liverpool. Yeah, me and John. <laughs> me and John, we're going to ride a pool. I will say that's one of the cool things that I did see in one of the, a Beatles interview one time was that we like to think of artists as not 
motivated by money at all. And for the most part, that's true. But Paul McCartney was straight up. He's like, no, we tried to make money. John would come over. I'd say, let's ride a pool. Let's ride a pool. So what he's saying is like, let's write a money. Let's write a song that we can buy a pool with. Do you get it? Anyway, wow, a lot of education in this one today. A lot of fun facts. Go find your significant other. Go find your best friend and you tell them that cool John Lennon fact that I just told you. And I want you to let me know what their reaction is. I bet their mind is blown and they're super excited. What a gift. Happy Tuesday. Enjoy it. I hope all your dreams come true. I really do. And if they don't, I'll see you again on Wednesday. Bye-bye.